do it. Five. Three. Two. Hello and welcome. We are live, I think. The temptation to swear is incredible, if I'm honest. It is. Um, but bear with me. Right, that's you, live. Your computer's in a bit of buffering like it normally does. Yes, now we're sweet. Right, boom. Obviously, the viewers have to bear with us while we log on to the YouTube ourselves because we have to do the live chat because we're also this little bit we have to do this little bit of messing around at the start on these. It is. Uh, I'm just go. trying to find the live chat, but I've got the live chat. So now we can see what you are saying. I am, of course, Bogo Bogo in the chat. Right. So we are live um, again this week. We don't do it every week, but we are going to keep doing it every now and again. Um, it's easier. It's more fun. It's more interactive. <laughs> and it just works. And I'm going to say this because I say it every week. You know the score by now. This podcast isn't possible without Verso. Verso, fuse boards. Um, oh, these new RCBOs. Oh, small well, form I've factor. Of, I've got them as well. Yes, um, small form factor RCBOs could barely get that out. Um, silver coated buzz bars, um, reinforced um, din rail on, on the board and all that. Um, they are excellent products. Um, we've got some big news coming about Verso products in the future, so just stick around. Um, go and check them out um versoelectrical.co.uk um and you can send them an email ask them any questions where where you can buy it from um but again big news coming about all that that is the sponsorship done let me stop you there in the chat uh water sparky evening fun things to do with tech sparky matthew dunham and wills is in already We've wills got... loves it doesn't he he, he loves, loves it, it. <laughs> right he loves we it haven't got we haven't got uh russell brand's uh, brother in the house, <laughs> it's actually Jada Spark. The pound shop Paul Weller is here. <laughs> the pound shop Paul Weller, I don't even know who that is. Um, oh my god, <laughs> no, do you know what? I am, I'm one of them people that doesn't know anything about music. Listen, I bought in my whole in my whole entire life, I bought four CDs. What was the first album you bought? This could be an absolute stormer. Could be a now, I'm not even gonna say it. I can't <laughs> tell us, tell us, <laughs> come on, can't, but. No, it's too embarrassing. Oh, but mate. I bought um, a Tim Westwood one, which was like a mix. That was really good. Um, you turned it out to be a, a word I'm not going to say in the first 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Did you get a Jimmy Savile vinyl as well? <laughs> while you were no, I got, I, I got a uh, So Solid Crew, 21 seconds. Banger, bangers, to be fair. Mm. Um, and then I got, um, well, so it doesn't matter anyway. Listen. <laughs> I don't know anything about music. Weren't allowed to listen to music growing up. Luckily, this electrician podcast. Well, you are. Was you a Mormon? Wasn't. <laughs> We're off piste already by a mile. Honestly, it's bonkers. Jay, welcome to the show. Thank I personally say, big, big one for me. Someone I've wanted to head on for a long time. We finally got you on. So thanks for coming on. Well, I, I hope not to disappoint. So top tier Instagram, in my opinion, for anyone who's not following on Instagram. Top tier. I don't. Um, which is Drake, what we're talking about some mirrors, but anyway Drake, what it is mate I don't go on social media much I like Twitter now because Elon I've, Musk I've, I've, I've seen you on Twitter now and again but not on much else so. usually being a bit of a bit of um, a troll like <laughs> yeah why not it's nothing else to do is there yeah. um, but it's quite I, hard I, to get cancelled from there I spend time applying to people's stuff just take the piss like Big Aldino yeah. and people are actually you know? yeah Big Ardino. Um Right, listen, anyway. Jay, a mm -hmm. couple of questions for you, mate. What? what do you do? Like, what type of electrician are you? I am primarily an absolutely bang average spark. So I do, I, it's sort of 90% domestic, really. I work in domestic. I do a little bit like commercial. I know, I've seen the face. Um, <laughs> when I say like commercial, I, I essentially sub to, sub direct to a firm and we work, I work on a couple of contracts and that goes across social housing to schools, colleges, etc. Occupied rewires and all that. Uh, sorry? O occupied rewires in, yes. in surface. Occupied rewires, yeah, like bathroom adaptions, this, that, the other. Um, and then also the other the other side I do with that is a lot of insurance work. So I do ERCRs for flood and fire damage properties. 
Um, and then that's, that's not too bad work, though, is it? It is. It's not too bad, but all I'll say is I have probably been in most of the shitholes in the answer I've sworn in. let's go! In and around South London, um, doing doing that sort of work. So I do that, and then we work for a couple of builders doing extensions and rewires and bits and pieces and call-outs, etc. So that's primarily what I do. I do uh, what, what I'll say is one of the reasons why I think Jay's top tier is sparking on Instagram is because it's honest... When you come into the trade and you're doing domestic, which a lot of people do, it's a great place to learn Jay's thing. And there's a good like double of all the work that's going off on there. Yeah, I've that. got quite an <laughs> I've got quite an embarrassing story to tell this week. Go on. I got pumped. I got um I got pumped off a job this week. For I've being heard this story. It's yeah, just, for it's being a roller really, coaster really... this is. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Stand by people. Get the wine right. out. Listen. You don't need it. Listen. <laughs> So it's quite hard for me to admit. I'm going to be very honest. It is a hard subject to breach, right? So I'm going to take the mick because I do, but it is a hard subject to breach. So over the last couple of months, when I go to bed, my toes start stinging, right? And it's so bad. Yeah, it's in. It's it's like a thousand needles being poked in your toes. You, you've anyway. before, you, about your yeah. yeah. So about two months ago, I went to the doctors and they said. We think it's something to do with like your lower back being like where you're old and fat now. You probably damage your back a bit. And then after being on your feet all day, you go and lay down, you start stretching out and it does something to your back and it affects your toes. Because because they showed a picture of it that that shows exactly what part of your back does, what part of your body. And I was like, all right, sweet. What can you do about it? And they was like, well, you've got to go to have an x-ray, blah, blah. So they give me two drugs for the meantime. Something called quinine, I think it's called, which is sort of like to relax your nerves or... I don't know what it is. And the other one was tramadol. Woohoo! <laughs> right? <laughs> so... Which Jay sees a lot of on his job that works down South London. I remember a Frankie Ball thing which he did called Tramadol Night. So if yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it, if it's anything <laughs> like that, it's it's Tramadol is for this purpose of the story. Yeah, Tramadol is strong, yeah, really that's strong. All you need to know. So what it is, right? I was taking it, and like I've got bad knees, bad ankles, arthritis, toe, you name it. I'm forty fat, been working on my feet my whole life, right? We all get it, and like. I started taking them and I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling like real good. And I'm running upstairs and I'm and I'm keeping pace with the young lads. And I'm thinking, but this is like a wonder drug. I'm all right. We should, we should all be on it. We should all be yeah, taking it. I was like, there's no downsides to this. You feel good. You can concentrate more. Like you feel strong. You're faster. You're stronger. You're happier. Like why, why wouldn't I take these? <laughs> me being me. As we've seen on the podcast many a time, if I start drinking whiskey, by the end of it, I can barely hold myself together because I'll drink a whole bottle in an episode. Anyway, so it escalated a bit out of control. And what, what I thought I was doing was being awesome. In my head, I was awesome at everything. Turns out I wasn't very good at what I was doing. I was just doing it really quickly. <laughs> so I'd done a load of fuse boards, like only like little fuse boards in each hotel room. They took, they like the geese I was working with went round and and had a look at one of them. He goes, "Why is nothing tight?" So like, I don't know. Like I didn't have a, you know, like someone asks you a question, "Why is that not tight?" No, like, well, I don't really know. I and didn't. Like, it is reindeer. Now get out of a spaceship. <laughs> but what do you say to that? All you say is, "I don't really know." And now I'd been off of them for a couple of weeks because I'd realised I was taking like ten a day at one point, and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> We're going back to old habits here. You need to relax. <laughs> so about two weeks ago, I stopped them. Cold turkey, and I was just like, bit of a miserable arsehole for a couple of days. Um, and then, so we started taking the fuse balls apart. That was all loose. That was all it's loose. Been, None it's of... been on, you've just been battered, have you? Cloud nine of these fuse boards. Yeah. You and I thought, it's... but I, th I, said, I said to my missus, she's like, listen, I'm really concerned about you taking these much tablets. Like... I'm like, yeah, but it makes me better. I'm more loving, Don't I'm stronger, better, faster. <laughs> I feel good. I feel like I could run through that wall. And she's what, like, Sam's yeah, but... 
Sam's told me the story. What I said to Sam was, if you look on the instructions for travel, it absolutely says right at the bo bottom, warning, do not operate fuse board installations because it'll make you shite. <laughs> It's so reminds me of that bit in The Wolf of Wall Street, you know, where he thinks he's driving. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, oh, shame. <laughs> you know? Sam's told me this story already, obviously, to veto it for this podcast. And I told him another story about something that I'm not going to go into. I, I, it's not, it's just a bit, it's a bit too, uh, it's not right for the start of the podcast. But one of the other ones I thought of once is uh, I was best man when I was quite young, when I was 21. And uh, obviously, when I was 21, I weren't really good at public speaking and things like that. You know what I mean? I weren't, it weren't a skill to develop yet. And my girlfriend at the time did a lot of training and public speaking. She had these things called beta blockers, which well, basically take away you, it, take away your inhibitions. So well, I don't, I don't gave, need them. She gave me well, it was my ex girlfriend actually. She gave me a couple because I, I remember my ex girlfriend. I went to the wedding with a different bird, and uh, she gave me a couple and I kept them. And I didn't have the instructions, nothing from yeah. So I took them before I did this speech. The group, the bride's mum had to drag me down. <laughs> I was just going for it. I was going for it like a madman. <laughs> Telling loads of stories I shouldn't have been telling, and I was looking <laughs> wrong people. Yeah, I was just going off on one. Blah, 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 blah. But the worst thing happened, right? So with me, so I like I was quite embarrassed by it. I was like, listen, you know, you like you've been caught out, and you look, you look like you don't know what you're doing now. You look like you're a shit spark. Basically, you're a shit spark now, right? And that's embarrassing for someone like me who takes a bit of pride in what they do. And I just said, listen, mate, I can't make no excuses. I don't want to tell you the reason why. You've just got to trust Because I'm mashed up. Yeah, and I was like, listen, I, 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 listen, I'll just have to work the weekend and put it all right. He goes, nah, no, nah, I don't trust you around the fuse balls. So, like, mate, don't be ridiculous. Anyway, he tells the boss, boss phones me up and goes, yeah, that ain't no good. I was like, well, I'll put it right. He goes, well, no, 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 we're not doing that. I'll just deduct it from your wages. And me being me, right, I'm like, listen, fair's fair. I ain't done the job right. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> Until the wages came. <laughs> <laughs> this is shit fuse board money. <laughs> Mate, honestly, he took... So I was waiting for two weeks' wages. He paid me, like, just four and a half days. You've like, got to take it, do not you? You've got to take it on the chin, don't you? Well, the worst part was mortgage was due. We're working week to week at the moment because work's scarce. But it was rough. It was a rough weekend. But I had to take it on the chin because actually, um, actually, it was my fault. Um, and he shouldn't have to pay for my problems. So I took it on the chin. Um, and I am really, 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 really sorry about it. But again, it's, story? The, reason I the, the reason I told this story is because we're the Sparks podcast. Mm. And I can't be walking around talking uh, about elect electrical works and stuff like that, giving my opinion <laughs> whilst story. hiding secrets like that. Fair Off my nut. <laughs> it's bonkers, isn't it? And I, 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 but I it's only for a couple of weeks. It but mate, the time and I was like, mate, you've got to, you've got to tell it because one, it could happen to someone else. So that's it's education, yeah, isn't it? it's, yeah. it's in the trade. And also, two is if that geezer gets in the comments, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let him get in the comments. I don't mind. Nah, nah, there's some you know, things I would challenge, right? Honestly, there is some things I would challenge. Honest is the best policy in it, and I think the moral yeah. story is always read the label genuinely. Mm. It wasn't even that. I thought tramadol was just like a a bit like cocodamol, you know, like. If if paracetamols ain't touching it, you take cocodamol, don't you? <laughs> well, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell it then. I'll tell it just quickly. Um, when Sam told me this conversation, I uh, I had a throat infection once in my early twenties, and I, I ibuprofen weren't weren't cutting it yet. So the next level is is cocodamol, which is it's the last one in it before you need a prescription. Is that is that correct? I think so. Even then, you, right. you can only buy a certain amount of it, can't you? What I found out is it makes me suicidal. <laughs> so. I'm taking it to stop the pain. And then the next next day, I'm I'm walking to the hardware shop to buy a rope. And I got off and I was doing, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? What am I doing? I turn around and walk home. So, like, be aware these things do affect you. And yeah. obviously, tram, so, tram, positive tramadol makes uh, makes Sam fit fuse boards. Wank. <laughs> so, do you know what, though? They were still neat. To you, they was. No, <laughs> they was neat. It's like when I think I'm a great dancer when I've dropped three pills in it. See, I might even have a picture of, of one of them. 
They were hey. neat. They were like. Here's another thing, right? This is what wound me up the most. It was, it was all dead, though. None of them alive. I'm assuming. No, no, no. Listen, they've yeah. all got to be tested and then yeah, talked so, back yeah, up so they, anyway. They couldn't, they couldn't set on fire. They're just like. No, they've got to be tested and talked back up anyway. So right. that was one of my arguments. But another one of the arguments, he goes, "You haven't used any um, grommet strip on the back of the fuse board." And I was like, "We didn't have any." He said, "Well, why don't you just cut a bit of twin and earth and put <laughs> use that." I was like, that is proper. Not, what trouble was he on? <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? I, I love because, the fact that you use that as like, there isn't any grommet strip, but be rough. Do you mean like, yeah, I know, right? Be rough. And, and there wasn't any tape. Like, I didn't want to use tape to mark the earth. Like, so the earth was black. And I, I didn't want to use tape. I wanted to use sleeving. So yeah, I was like, was well, we, what cable are you using? It was armoured from, from the main oh, board. Of course, yeah. Well, I'm on Am I troubled? Excuse me. <laughs> and, and and obviously, I didn't want to use tape for the for the uh, neutral, which was grey. Right. Not me, thanks. I wanted to use sleeving, so I thought we'd go back and do that at the end. You ain't you ain't sleeved the neutral. I was like, we didn't have any sleeving. He's like, well, you could have used tape. I was like, use tape. It's a bit gush, isn't it? Like, it's, like, on thin cables, it's not possible to make I, it look nice, is it? I, we had a similar scenario when we were working in school, and I, I won't mention any names here, but we um we were working in like it was subs from someone else, and we were the contractor. That makes sense. It was a bigger electrical firm, and they they got it through, and they did a similar thing where they snagged the job halfway through. So we're doing a load, load of emergency lights and load of conduit, and they did a similar thing. They snagged it halfway through, saying. It wasn't actually me, but it was a lad I was working with. And he said, oh, yeah, you haven't put any box lids on that. You haven't done that. But like, none of it's live. Like, I haven't finished. Like, you, we've been here a day, and you come through and snagged it. So I would, I'm the same as you. I would argue that. that There's some things I would argue. Like, I could even argue not doing the board up, because it's like, well, it's all got to be tested anyway. I what don't you... talk them up. I never yeah. talk them up. Because, like I say, you, you put it away, I think he's calling it. Yeah. Then you do yeah. the testing, then you put it away again and then you talk it all up but there was like there were some other bits and pieces i didn't do well like it wasn't finished to a standard you'd expect from a spark if you was going to finish it because so, battered <laughs> well, yeah shall i do a news now but like the, I, th I think the problem with that is like you said as soon as there's that bit of doubt i didn't know as soon as there's that moment of doubt right they're going to then start pulling all the other things up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, mate, they, they, they went for... they'll, start, they'll start picking stuff. There's no grommet strip. There's no this. That, like, do you know what I mean? It's... Yeah. And I mean, I think they pulled out a couple of my... I made off some other switches and that, and one of the earths popped out. So, you know, shit that happens. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, that shouldn't happen. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. You and never probably, know, though. probably wouldn't have happened had I not been flying... Above the clouds. If someone wants to get rid of you, they'll pull up everything. I've been, yeah, I got sacked from a job where I was doing a cream work. And listen, I wouldn't say they're trying to get rid of me. I'd say I'd done a bad job. Which um, a lot. I got caught because I was thinking I was doing a good job and really wasn't. It was so amazing. I felt like I, I felt like I was on top of the world for about three weeks in total. I felt like I was, I was God's gift to everything. It wasn't me. It was the unicorn that was helping me that left all the cables and tie. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them ones. Is that just... in the face that did it, mate? Not me. I know, <laughs> oh, right? Oh, mate, it, it was mad. And like, I remember, go I remember going in there one day and I was just like, oh, I felt so good. I was like, it's stairs, all the stairs, all day long. There's no lift or nothing. I'm running up the stairs and they're like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, good day. I'm fucking going around. Yeah. It's like, but I thought it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Turns out you don't finish anything properly. But listen, just diving into the chats a minute. Um, don't travel on the spark, kids, is the moral of that story. <laughs> Always read the label. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, be a 40-year-old man and be responsible. Don't be such a burk. Um, <laughs> Tramadol is highly addictive, and you should not take more than six in any 24 hours. What you've been to um, in a day? <laughs> one or two every four or five hours max. Ten a day, you're lucky you're not dead. But this is my problem. This is this is where I let myself down. Is I can't do anything by halves. I'm like either a hundred percent in or hundred percent out. <laughs> yeah, um, but not with <laughs> With anything, with anything. Um, you should be using a torque screwdriver. You're right, Wills. I should have been using a torque screwdriver, but I'm only putting it away because it got to be tested. Do you know oh, torque screwdriver? I've, I'm I'm screwdriver I've got these what? two. These are my torque screwdrivers. Yeah, that's all I've got. Jamie, you've taught testing, haven't you? Right. So I don't know if it's like a college or whatever, but how many times have you seen a board that's been talked up and, and it then you knack knacks the terminals on it? So I've got this, I can see it. There's a, I've got a massive torque uh, socket set, you know, because when you're doing bolts up, yeah, bolts can yeah. take a torque. 
And I was arguing this one. I, I was talking about, I think I went to a, a, a do the other day with some of the Prince One to One people. And I was saying, like, one newton meter is not a lot. That um, torque range there, M10 and 8, I think an M10 is 54 newton meters, which is a good old amount of newton meters to measure, yeah? A torque range, 0.9, you telling me a little pissy 90 quid torque range can accurately <laughs> measure 0.9 yeah, newton meters? Yeah. Can it bollocks? In yeah, but here's opinion. the thing with the with, with talking as well. When you talk it up, you can still get a, a, a nip on it. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't talk it up like real tight. You talk it up and it clicks, and then you got you can go in with a screwdriver and give it another turn. Yeah, easy. But that's not that's, that's like saying, well, this, what's the point? I mean, I, personally, my wrists have not let me down. <laughs> I don't yeah, get yeah. it. I, they just feel but, too loose to me. But I was so embarrassed, I didn't want to argue it. I just oh, took yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I took it on the chin. I was like, "Listen, I'll take it on the chin. Whatever you want to do, I can't argue it." Well, I could, but I didn't want to argue it because I didn't really have a leg to stand on because I was I was taking really tramadol. <laughs> um, I'm on six drugs that stopped me from using heavy machines, but sound like I had thirty Red Bulls flying high. That's fun <laughs> things to do. With text. Listen, I'm not condoning it. It's not a good thing that happened here. Shall I do the news? Do the news. The news is. Uh, what's this one? I went on last week. Will was on. Cheers, Will, for covering for me. I was really, really busy. I just want to echo how much I enjoyed it. And I know it sounds like I'm banging Will off again, like a thing. But um, I want to. I, I want. I've got to say my bit on a point that was a thought was brewing about Will with AFDDs. What are you talking says, about? When Will was on the show, are you oh. on Tramadol? No, but what's that? <laughs> what's that picture about? That's Will. It's, I was just it? pulled it off the website. I was going to say, nice one, oh, Will, for signing the I didn't know you sat with him, because he's got... Oh, I didn't know his hair. Right. He's signed the Forces Covenant, so I used that picture to promote that. But also, yeah, mm -hmm. um, the thing that really got me was, I think he's brilliant, and I've, I used to say this when I was training, is uh, AFDDs, I've got a bit of time for him. Um, what was the tower? I've just gone... Someone told the name of the tower that caught fire. I've just completely lost it. Grenfell. Grenfell, yeah. What he said, got to say, fair, fair play to you, Will, yeah? There's nothing wrong with the electrical work in there. It was the cladding. It was the fact that he escaped. And to put you, come on here and say that, I really respect him saying that because I totally agree with him. So, yeah, that was Yeah, I, I've, listen, not enough people have gone back and watched that, that podcast from last week. It was such a good podcast. Wills is like, and I'm not just saying it because they sponsored the show. How many people do you get on from a company that sells to the trade that that's, that's that honest, knowledgeable, mm -hmm and can hold their own in any situation like that and be truthful and resonate with the sparks. And then saying, like, FDDs are a bit of a waste of time. You're selling them, fair <laughs> one. If anyone wants to come on in, adopt that attitude to any of their products, you're always welcome. Yeah, yeah. To, but if you're yeah, going to come on in, just give us the big sales thing, then don't bother. But if you want to talk honestly and openly like that, get on. Fair play. But yeah, I, I, I like their technical stuff they do there as well. As a, as a spark, trying to understand the gear you're putting in, I think they go above... Oh, what? Their little them. snippets they're doing? No one's doing anything like that. No, I haven't done amazing. No one's putting a face to it, is there? And like, I know no. he keeps looking like we're sucking Will off, which we not. I just, just to say it like that, no. <laughs> well, it's just like the most crass thing I can think of to annoy you. But yeah, but I'm not. I generally appreciate it last week, and I really enjoyed listening to it back. Next one. I know we all love a bit of energy saved on the show, yeah? This swimming pool is being heated by a data centre the size of a washing machine. So all the energy that gets wasted running the internet that's running this podcast now, it all goes for a data center they put in a pool and it's a size washing machine and it's heating the pool and I think that is the future. Now mind yeah. your heat pumps. Like just get a little data center in your ass and it'll give you free heat because they want the... Did you know 97% of the energy put into a computer comes out as heat? That's interesting. Well, I've, I've been working data centers and server rooms, etc. I'm not fucking surprised. <laughs> yeah, I did roasting, but like, I mean, oh yeah, mate, so tell yeah. me about it. Yeah, you've done a lot of work in data centers, haven't you? I'm just saying. Yeah, I've done. I've done a fair bit in data centers. Um, a good friend of mine, mine actually, um, is a CEO for a number of, like a national data center company. So I've I've had I've been able to get behind the scenes and look at some of the the very cool stuff that they've got going on. Some of the stuff, like there's companies that that install technology on these data centers now. That are like top secret level. It's so insane. It's insane security. You can't even get in. You're like, if you're not security cleared to the correct level and cleared by that company and cleared by the the people's, like the sensitive pe the data on the servers, people own that data to go into the data center. You can't even walk through their doors. This is That's the main how top problem. Top secret this, their stuff is. This is the main problem with this project is that 
it sounds great that you could divvy up the data centers between people's homes no, or buildings and use this, but you can't because the data in them is critical. But yeah. what these people do is rent them out for um, doing math calculations. So yeah, it's got a little idea. And then one, because I've been on about this one. Right, there's two coal-fired power stations in Nottingham. Retford. They've closed two. There's Retford and, and Radcliffe, which is what the pictures relate to. EDF have said, and the other one, which is Juniper, said next year they close them as planned. So they're going to close them in the next six weeks as planned. They're not going to hold them over the government, which says to me <laughs> next year we're going to have problems because both of these power stations have been run this year to keep the grid on. So, so why would they close them if we're going to have problems? Why don't they put something else in place, like put a load more solar farms or a new turbine out at sea? No, because I, I read something today, interestingly. There was a point last year where 725 megawatts fell off the grid because it suddenly decided not to be winded. So yeah, that's I a remember lot. that. That's a lot. And uh, these power stations closing, they've both been used this year to keep up the what they call like the general, you know, like the general electricity use. But EDF and Uniper said they're not going to open them next year. The, the government are going to step in. But I was on this podcast saying how bad it's going to be this year. It hasn't been that bad. And I, I and that's I admit I was wrong. Mild weather. If it hadn't been mild. I'd have been wrong. Yeah, it, was it mild though? It's not bro? been cold, was it? Working outside the whole winter, and I swear it was cold, man. I'm still not warm now. Yeah, but not cold, cold. Not like prolonged weeks. Minus of cold four for a lot of it. I remember going to work with minus four, thinking, Jesus. But no, you're probably right. It was cold. It, it, it was cold, but it wasn't cold like it, like load of snow and like frost every day. There weren't frosts every day, was there? If you're going to get battery and solar this year's the year, because I think next summer, next winter, if we have a normal winter or a slightly harsh winter, going to be in trouble. Funny enough, what? I was talking to someone about this the other day about solar, and they were saying because the price half of everything going up, the payback time is like half. He was yeah, saying like, a lot of selling on that, whereas sometimes it will take 16 years to see your money, depending on what you get, obviously, if you to get your money back. They're saying that they can almost halve that now, and it'd be like seven years, which a lot of people are actually looking at and going, well, do you know what? <laughs> like, it's a lot more affordable. It's funny you say that. My my dad has just um, had it done. Well, he's having it done tomorrow. Right. Um, so we got... You're got, not doing it, are you? No. 12 <laughs> panels. 12 <laughs> panels. The, inver <laughs> the inverter. I think, like, five kilowatts of storage power. Or battery storage. About the note, isn't it? Yeah, oh, so it's easy right. battery in the or maybe six. I can't remember. But ten and a half. That's not bad. Installed. I'm buying my gear this year. I'm going to buy my inverter panels. I'm going to chuck them in the garden if I have to. You know what I mean? Because they're not going mm. on the roof this year. I'm going to chuck them in the garden if I have to because I suspect next winter we'll be eating each other for food. You know, it's going to be Well, this bad. is this is the thing. This is the thing I said to him. I said, I don't think it's going to get any cheaper than it is now. Like I think this is I think the cost of materials and the installation is about as cheap as it's gonna get. Mm. I don't think they're gonna start mass producing it and it's all gonna go down to like five five grand. I think we this is like as cheap peak, as it's getting. Have we, have we like um peak worth it? Is that a thing? That's what I'm trying to get at. Like it's yeah, just I, worth it. It's just you may as well. If you got if you got ten grand spare and you can afford to get it back over five to ten years, which I appreciate is not everyone, it's just peak worth it. It's just yeah, worth yeah. it. Yeah, you can well, afford I think my dad's got some unrealistic expectations from the solar. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's going to get a bill again now, does he? <laughs> I, I think he just thinks it's going to be like, that's it, free free gas and electric. I'm like, yeah, but what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to run um, storage heaters. I was like, all right, mate. Oh, no, no, not going to no, you're not. You, you might as well open your windows and let the heat in. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's just the easy way to let the heat in. To your Stop house. it. Stop it. But anyway, he thinks, he thinks he's, that's it. He's going to be off-grid now. I might even cancel my electricity. I was like, stop it. Stop it. It doesn't work like that, mate. I just want to say, yeah, right. No one's going off grid, right? You're not. I know people, <laughs> there are people that do it, yeah. No one's going off grid unless you're spending 25, 30, 40 grand. Yeah. Because simple fact, listen, yeah, and the reason why the grid ain't going to, and this is a quick one, reason why the grid is not going to work off just wind turbines and solar is because, you know, the big spinning lumps of steel that are in power stations, we need those. They're called kinetic. They're just kinetic movement, yeah? Your house hasn't got any, and without it, you can't go off-grid. It doesn't work. It, you can do it. I know you can do it. You so can if you've got enough off. battery storage and you can yeah, store it for so long. It's insane, and you've got to worry about moving things when you're not moving things. So, yeah, don't start anyone who says, oh, you can go off-grid, actually. My friend's got a narrowboat. Oh, Fuck mate, <laughs> listen. Oh, I want to give someone a shout-out this week. Oh, someone who, who piped up. And on that oh. mad transition... <laughs> 
to the actual no. show. No, it's, a, it's all about. Anything. No, he piped up. He piped up this week, right? Uh, what's his name? Right. Uh, da, 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 da. Right. This oh, is great here it is. Time. Richard RS four hundred. Oh. Another one of those EV zealots, right? I'm not. I'm never. I've never been more convinced now than in, in any other time that I don't think that EV, like everyone in the country, could go EV is viable right now. It's not. It's never going to be either. I don't think I don't think it's ever going to be viable, like in the next ten years or so. But there's some people you say that that's like saying your mum. You know when you're at school, you'd be like your mum, and now you've got to fight. Yeah, it's not like a school night. Kids go, your dad's got a diesel car wanker. Like, yeah, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. It's like it's like I turn around to him, like that Richard Llewellyn, you know Crichton from Red Dwarf, right? Yeah, and he's, he said something about YouTube. He said something, and I said, ah. Oh, I've never, I've never believed on Twitter. I said, I've, I, I believe now more than ever that go, everyone going full EV is impossible. This geezer pipes up and goes, "You're not very um, thin, articulate for a podcaster." I was like, "Why has that got to do with anything?" Anyway, I invited him on to debate us tonight. Well, to debate me tonight, live, unedited, debate me on it. And you know, uh, well, no, I, I hate about this also, from a lot of EV people, yeah. And like, right, I've got a battery outside, I'm getting solar, I believe in EV cars, I recycle my plastic, I recycle everything, yeah. I'm I'm into the eco shit, I, I don't want us to knacker up all the world's resources, but I'm also a realist, I appreciate that things aren't gonna happen overnight and that things take time. But EV people, they buy an EV car next to like, hello, dear, see that dead swan. That's not our fault because we've had an EV car for 24 hours, you prick. <laughs> it just become and also, with the EV cars, right, unless you're buying, like, the P100 Tesla, like the all singing, all dancing one, or that Porsche one, they're sh- a bit shit, really, aren't they? All the other ones are a bit shit. And no, also, they're a bit funny, but also, like, it works for, if, if, you, if you, so, like, city driving, right, fine. Like, yeah. like and yeah. I'll, I'll pick Artisan out here. I mean, it was a very poor... I know why he did it. He did it for um, uh, he did it for YouTube purposes. It, it, it was sort of like a poor experiment because he tried to drive it free. Oh, to Paris. But but a van like, loaded. If you if you think a van loaded with your gear to get to site, right? You can halve whatever mileage or mm. range you're going to get out of that straight away, right? And then you get stuck in traffic, or like you want to put the heated seat on, or you want to put <laughs> like you know anything. Just well, what if you're driving at night with your lights on? The firm I worked for, they had the little, one of the little Kango ones, right? And it was great for going in the city. But when you had to go out and do a long journey, you had to stop and stop at one of the, like, um, the super charges and get get bummed for the price of it and have to wait off now. You know, you know where they do work? You know, like, if you've got, I don't know, a university campus or a big, yeah. massive industrial site and you want to drive around there, they're great because you can have it sat there doing nothing yeah. on charge. You can drive it down to the shop, you can drive it down to parts. But general tradesmen aren't going to see the use of an EV van for the next No, no. The, the technology's not there, like you say, but it's almost being sold as like one size fits all and it, it doesn't solve that problem. Mm. So, I mean, A, there's a cost, which is ridiculous. And like you say, secondly, it's just not practical. You know, like you see a lot of, especially in town, you see a lot of guys going, oh, I, you know, I'm an electrician on a bike or this, that, the other. Like, that only works in certain circumstances. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't carry your kit and do that. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what they also do? You know what lithium batteries do? That shit catches yeah, fire. Right, yeah. that shit catches, <laughs> there's just not enough EVs out there having crashes like petrol cars are. But uh, if anyone. You know what I love you, as well is when you say to them, what about the cobalt? And they go, oh, oh it's okay. The poor children dug it up with their bare hands. Yeah, but they're like, they come up with all these <laughs> excuses and stuff. And I'm like, listen, it happens. Like, I've got I've got a mobile phone here. It's got cobalt in it. Mm. I feel mm. I'm looking at it thinking I feel bad, but then I think, oh well, I need to scroll through TikTok tonight or whatever. <laughs> like that's you know, I forget part, real that, quick. That's the real part. If you can just say, yeah, I know some little kids dug my cobalt off my battery, because I appreciate that's what happens. Yeah. I appreciate that not all manufacturing in China is ethical because like my iPhone's been put together, that, that factory's got a very high suicide rate and stuff, yeah? I just have to admit that, because that's what really happens. No, dear, I don't think they died for our cobalt. I think <laughs> our cobalt was devoured only by people over the age of 18. Like, yeah. My cobalt comes from baby seals. Yeah, it's <laughs> right when it fits like their narrative, but as soon as it doesn't, like you say, it sort of like gets their back up. That Richard Llewellyn, I've got a lot of respect for as an actor, and I really enjoyed him as quite yeah, but it... it, it is is twisted. It's like they don't want. Oh, we're not talking about that bit. It's like you got to look at the old package on these things, don't you? Yeah, but like it's the equivalent of being a champagne socialist, though, isn't it? Do you know what yes, I mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah. That, that sort of 
Everyone yeah. got free money if like, I've got TV cars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what? I would like to talk to him, not on this show, because I'm not begging him to come on or anything. I'd like to talk to him because I bet he knows a lot more about it from their side than we do. Like We sort of know like the nuts and bolts side of it from our side and how difficult it is and all the other things because we've been talking about it. But I expect that he's probably got a good like, count. Oh, yeah, he's definitely a knowledgeable guy. I mean, he definitely knows his stuff. But I just think with a lot of the EV press, and I'm not saying it's them. What I'm saying is if you're going to talk about EVs, you need to tell people that are going to watch your programme what they want to hear, don't you? They don't want to hear about little kids losing their hands in mines. Right. So maybe yeah. he knows full well. And if you got him in the pub, he'd have a great chat with you. Like I suspect a lot of people would, but actually on the forward face of it, not me, I'll, I'll chat like this all day. But um, <laughs> on the face of it, he can't be seen to be doing that because it won't, it won't sell show. And he's, that's yeah. what he makes his money out of. So. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Which gets us nicely out of Let me tell you this. Suppose, I'm so far away from buying an EV. I'm so broke that I'm so far away from buying an EV. I couldn't care less. I still drive around in my... 15-year-old RAV4 turbo diesel. You've got a RAV4? Careless. Are you a mobile hairdresser? <laughs> oh, no, it's decent, mate. A RAV4? Listen, oh, I really? can drive through the desert and that and come out the other side. What are you going to drive in your shitty old transit van? I've got a brand smoking new transit van, actually, since I've been in this podcast. No. I'm Mr. Big Style. <laughs> are we going to talk about the subject tonight? Well, it's a boring subject, if you ask me. It's not. It's not. Well, you're boring. We're going to talk about Social media, like well, we talked about it before. We're going to review social media. I think is what we're going to do. Now, I'll put my bit forward. I like Instagram. I think it's a brilliant platform. Yeah. What are the other opinions in the room? Uh, it's personally, it's my favourite. It's uh, it's the only one I'm really on. Like, I know you don't like TikTok because you're it's like I'm spied on by China, right? <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Um, I've got an account. I don't post a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm more like a. Like I just think Instagram's got... Listen, I've got into Instagram this week for this, right? I've been watching the reels, yeah? I go through and I watch reels and the memes. Some of the memes are hilarious. Yeah. Like, the meme reels are so funny. Like, I've been addicted to them. But everything else, there's way too many ads on it, first of all. Mind you... Hang on, hang on. Just, I'm talking like pure sparky space now. now wait a minute. Is that I what you're finished, about as well? I want to clarify... Do you want to clarify? Is that what you're on as well? And then, but there's too many adverts. You go through the stories, you get about 15 adverts. And and the, the adverts ain't just like one advert, and then you can quickly scroll through it. You've got like, you know, they had the little bar at the top, and you've got like 15 bars to go through before you get to the next story, which is a half-naked female electrician. Which, listen, is what it is, right? More power to them for doing that. But it's just like, there's so many accounts like it now. It's just... I don't know what to say. I don't know what, like, and my, my wife looks over my shoulder and goes, who's that? And oh, I'm yeah, like, there I'm is that. I just bit of come that. up, man, mm. chill. What I do like about though, what one of the things I like is, you know, on YouTube, it's a, sorry, on Facebook, it's a cesspit of Sparky slagging oh, each other off. Mate, and, so that, like, electrician community, for example, is, like, the worst place yeah, to yeah, it's You've got a job on there for £30 an hour. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, £100 a day for four hours work. Well, that's just, that's what I usually get. It's my minimum. That's my minimum. That's a shit job. Yeah, straight away, everyone's on, like, five grand a day. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, like, even, like, even, even I, I pay my labourers, do you know what I mean? Like, around the every day, do you know what I mean? And you can put up, and you said it before, you can put up like the best job, right? So say for example, you've got like a plant room, right? You had all the time in the world to do it. It could be absolutely yeah, one. Well-plated conduits. Someone oh. will pick fault it, do you know what I mean? And like rip it and be like, oh, if you were on there, you'd get sacked, do you know what I mean? I'd never have you on my firm, this, that, the other. It's just like that, unfortunately. I don't, I, yeah, but I don't know what those people what, get from that. Power no, trip, I think. But what I was getting at is, is everyone agrees. No one doesn't agree with when I say that comment. No one doesn't agree, yeah? What I'm saying is if you want to go on Instagram and open your gob, because it's picture-based and video-based, yeah. you have got to have some of your work on there, otherwise you won't get taken seriously. So that's why I like because everyone who's on there is showing what they're doing and how they're doing it. So that gives it a certain amount of, I don't know, it gives you a certain yeah, but amount of, uh, Again, ain't no one putting up their, their crap work, are they? Like, well, Jay, no, that's what I'm saying. Jay I'm not putting up one of my fuse boards on there. Well, not one of the ones doing on Trump, but what I'm saying is like, people like Kim are doing... Um, Kim is there all day doing EICR show and Ash doing them. Jay's doing stuff that he actually does, like what we call genuine electrical work. I'm on there talking shit about shit I've got on work that day. 
And I, I follow people like that as well. And, yeah, it, yeah. and you can yeah. you can get someone to go, this guy or this girl, yeah, the crap, don't follow them anymore. And it's if you get the right people, I think it's a really good educational resource, learning. I think you're probably right. You for that. I think you're probably right in terms of in the early days, people wanted to get that holy grail of followers because the more followers you get, it unlocks certain things. Well, it used to unlock certain things that allowed you to be more influential. And then the golden the golden number, I think, was 16,000. If you got 16,000, it unlocked everything in your suite. That So many years ago, there was um, a group of people, a group of Sparkies. Some are still on there now. I'm not going to drop any names, but there were some people who were paying for follows. So they could... But and but there there was a lot there was a load of people got caught out for it and they got called out and they left the platform and all that and they weren't bad sparks they weren't anything they weren't trying to be anything other than just like positive people on there mm. but they bought the views and instantly that ruined your credibility. Wow. So wow. that was a massive problem. Um, and I think what you have. And so everyone was following everyone. So on some of my, on one of my accounts, it's got like, I'm following 3000 people Not possible. and you can't unfollow them. Like you can't, you can only unfollow about under the day. And I just don't like you anything. And then you start unfollowing people and they start messaging you going, why have you unfollowed me? You what? Yeah. Well, and you're you like, find, listen, it's not what, personal. What, what, what I'm just trying to reduce. How, how do you find it? How do you find it as a medium? Cause that's how I got talking to you in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We became internet friends over this medium, internet um, internet. which I'll, I'll, I'll hop back. Funnily enough, the, the first thing I saw about Jamie was that video you did about, oh, if you want to change the light in your house. I remember. Oh yeah, it. that's what. That's I remember what watching it, and at the that's time thinking, why is this fucking prick doing DIY videos? Like, because <laughs> you know, you see the, the beginning of it, and I was like, you know, like I was thinking to myself. This is the sort of guy that fucking ruins it for everyone. <laughs> and it's right at the end where you go, get a fucking electrician in. Which is, I'm and I was like, ah, oh, okay. I've done it's three videos like that now, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally yeah, so made like, up for that. And I've had, I've had, I had some guy on, on Facebook give me fucking hell. Well, I bet Absolutely. they didn't watch all the way through. I bet they watched oh, and then when he didn't through and then like, started really... fucking brick. Stop telling people like DIYs how to do their work. You're, you're well, losing all guy, the people out. And... He, he sent me like a, a, a page of messages. You're a fucking dick and all this. I was like, have you watched to the end? And then about a day later, he says, mate, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I fear what? Well, like, obviously, I watched it to the end. I was like, oh, fair play. So I, I totally got it. Um, but as, a, as a, like a, a medium, I really like it. And I don't know if you guys are the same, but... There are people, I think you said it before, Jamie, like there's only a certain, this is, I'm not like grading people, there's only certain sparks that watch this. There are some sparks who go to work, they turn up, yes. they do the job, and they, they switch off when they leave and that's it. Same with the people that watch this podcast. This is the 10% yeah. of the sparks who watch this. Yeah, and, and, and I work with people like that, it's great. But also there are people you can engage with. So there are people like yourself I speak to, like Big Aldino, uh, Bristol Sparky, um, there are others, like Wills, you know, it's like guys that you can ask advice and this and the other, I've got this job coming up, I didn't know about this, and products, by the way, stuff like Burst and this and the other. So I really like it for that. And I like when you see people that do, I try and show real world sparking, you know, I show the good stuff yeah. and the bad, because I think that's kind of real life. There's a lot that's just polished, look at my clean tools, do you know what I mean? Don't really show any work and this and the other. But you get that across any platform. I don't. Um, I, I really enjoy it for that. But there is a lot of. It seems to be like a trend where people want to be influencers, and like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course they do. Of and, course you know, they do. you hear that phrase "YouTube Sparky." Now, if that, that's not against, because I watch a lot of them, but um, I would be upset with that. I'd be like, I happen to be an electrician that does YouTube. I'm not a mm. YouTube Spark. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you're an electrician that shows your work, not an Instagram spark. But that, one that's of the not... secrets I find on Instagram is, and I don't want them to get upset. They say I follow 100. I do not allow myself to follow more than 100 people. And right, regularly yeah. on my on my Instagram, I'll get rid of people for a bit and I'll follow other people. But there are mm. some staples on there that I follow all the time because I enjoy the content and that. Yeah. Obviously, you can't. Some people are following. If if you follow thousand people, I'd say it's a professional account. You, you can't be looking at that many people, or you can unfollow them, can't you? But. I just I, I find it really good resource if you tune it to what you want to see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Here's some of my bad work. <laughs> Look, as you can see, that has not got any uh, thingy on it, and that hasn't got any tape on it. 
It looks like an American fuse board from that picture. Is that on, is that on Instagram? What's your, what's your account called? I'll look you up. No, it's not on there yet, but I'll put it on there. I'll put it on there later. Trombone Spark. <laughs> the Trombone Spark. That's Why do you not copy like that, man? Well, when, you've got to laugh or you'll cry, literally. When, when you had Kimmy on the other week and she was talking about some of the things that she's seen in social housing, that really resonated with me. I've got a few stories, some I can't tell on here, but I've never been in a situation... Where that she's been, where that guy basically almost kidnapped her. Do you know what I mean? It was like you're not leaving the house, and you think. Yeah. To be fair though, mate, I don't think that's the same old. sort of vibe as Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, well, exactly. But yeah, why would you? I'd, I'd be questioning their mental state. They wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. but, I think you've got a big problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like seriously, mate. This, uh, you know, but. There are a lot of places I go to, and I always make the same joke. It's a two-man job. Like one to do the job and one to watch the van. Do you know what I mean? Because you are like, <laughs> I'm going to come out and have no alloys in a minute, you know. But don't say you've got alloys. That's it. Now you'll be robbed all the time. Oh, they scuff the fuck anyway. It'd be fine. Don't mind. No one wants I uh, <laughs> I uh, socialized the, the Kimmy one. Did me. I've got to admit, and I've got a lot of time for them to do socialising that because I was I, I I might have been laughing, but some of the points in that pocket, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And I appreciate that no matter how rough an area is. People have got to go in there and do the work, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, but do, do you know what I didn't realise? with the, the bit that she said, because I've followed her for a long time, seen her on this, mm. but when she was saying that she doesn't wear a uniform because people think they're old built, and I was like, do you know what? I'd never thought of that before. Like, yeah, because boots, and like, boots and work and, trousers. Yeah, and this isn't me being misogynistic, but they're probably not used to seeing a female electrician on those estates and then dressed in a yeah. uniform. It does make her look like old Bill, so I was like, I can see why she doesn't. It's, it's only, it, would, that would only affect women, I think. That's the problem. That only yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. wouldn't even cross my mind. Like, like I was saying, I went to a job mission the other day and the geezer offered me weed and I was like, mate, it's 11 o'clock. Right, yeah, wait till 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, it's impolite to offer me this but, before the, yeah, 12, but, before but, the, I, the witching I, hour. I was oh, is that where the, the, I'm sorry, I'm so rude. I haven't offered you any weed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was looking for a number and it was sketching. And um, I was... I was sort of doing what you know she would do, look for a number, and the keys are in questions. But I was thinking, well, if that was her, do you know what I mean? It, it didn't, it didn't cross my mind. But that's that's like another hurdle that they'd have to go through. How uh, about you, find then? What is the difference? Because I know Kimmy does a lot of counselly stuff, doesn't she? Like pure counsel. Do, yeah. do like, you do it as well? Or yeah. So, like up? for example, there was I think I've put it on my story before. There's a job in Deptford, which was an insurance job. <laughs> I'll tell the story here, right? So. The house set on fire, right? Because the neighbours were smoking outside the house and flicking fab butts at their own shed, which was full of petrol bottles, <laughs> honestly, right? And the wind then blew and set next door's uh, roof on fire, right? Which then set their roof on fire. So they've moved out. We got that, and it's a sketchy area anyway. Like you roll down there and you're like, okay, there was a there was a van that would look like something in it. Uh Deptford. Deptford, oh. Right, and, and it had already been broken into, and it's like, oh. so anyway, parked up next to it, getting a job, and it, it, it looked like a squat anyway. Um, so it had a fire, we were down to basically rewire the top floor of it. And in the meantime, we went back to second, finish first fixing it, and it had been it had been absolutely tipping it down with rain, and there was scaffold around because they'd been doing the roof. And I'm going, God, like if they put the gutter in right now and not connected it, because I can really hear it coming down. And then um, I've opened the door. And there's a flood inside, and I'm like, fucking hell, what's going on here? And there's about three inches of water on the floor. I've got in, and I've gone in the kitchen, and there's a, the, the copper pipe is bent, the water main is bent in two, and it's pissing out everywhere. Turned it off at the stop cop, looked, and where the toilet window is, someone had smashed it and got in because they thought it's a building site will nick tools. Realised there was, ironically, there was plasterboard and plaster in there, which had just been sucked up by in the water. <laughs> and they decided to nick the copper. They didn't realise the copper was live and flooded the place. Right, And that's happened twice. In the same, like, that's how rough that is. Is it that, is it that much money copper? I know it got a value, but it's not No, I, no. I, think, I think it was kids, and I don't know if it was them actually trying to like, nick the copper or just like, oh, we haven't got anything, so we'll just cause damage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think in the minute it's worth the amount of, the amount of effort it takes to steal the copper, take down the scrap well, I don't no, think no, it's no, worth no. the calorific value of the food. You yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, true. But I suppose if they thought, oh, we'll break, we'll, we'll break in, we'll get something for it. We're in, huh? Yeah, right. But, I mean, I've done ERCRs on places and the guy was dealing out, the son was dealing out in Stratton, like literally going out and dropping off. <laughs> in fact, so there's, because um, Samuel from Croydon originally, right, you know, you know where the McDonald's is, like uh, in like near Thornton Eight. You know the drive-through McDonald's. 
Right, there, so you know the area I'm talking about. Right, there is a hat, there's a road officer, I won't name the road. Again, we did an insurance job in there. And I was outside and phoned to someone. Dicey around there. Dicey. Yeah, yeah, Dicey, right? And get this, there was a house opposite. It was so blatantly a drug house, it looked like saying out the wire, right? To the point that people <laughs> were driving up, posting money for the letterbox, and you could see stuff dropping out the window, right? This is at like 10 o'clock in the morning, right? And there was a British gas van that was parked in front. And uh, but like there was obviously there's no off-road parking around there, but he's parked in front of it. I've come out on the phone, the geese has come up to me and was like, mate, is that your van? And I was like, no, mate, that's British gas, mine's like parked up the road. And he said, mate, we need to get it moved because clients need to get on a drive. <laughs> and, and he went up and the geese was like four doors down, doing the gas mate, and he made the move the van. Like that's how like some of these areas are dodgy. But thank you. I'll go to some very nice areas as well. But you know, I worked in the place that's so dodgy that um the I'm not going to name this because this is uh, allegedly, I'll say, right. the local regular fast food drive through Yeah. The right. book, my mate worked for this regular fast food drive through He told me a story. He says, uh, the place was getting robbed. They thought they thought the staff were on the pinch. So they audited it on the slide. We don't tell them. And right, he's yeah. like, the money balances up exactly, but the cash and the credit card are wrong. So uh, yeah. there's loads of cash in the till. But there's loads of credit. There's no cash in the till, but there's no credit card. There's loads of credit card transactions. Yeah. So what's happening is people are taking credit cards, taking the money out. But the yeah. money's all right. The money's all there. And they're like, well, why would someone be doing that? And then they think, oh, it's money laundering or whatever. But what it turns out was is they were selling gear through the drive through but taking <laughs> credit cards. So they're taking the credit card, taking the money out of the till. <laughs> You got to admire the genius. Yeah, you but you've got my ingenuity there. Like, you know, that's that's very niche. Fair play. It was bonkers. He's like, yeah, never robbed a penny. Never took but, a penny. Every but, every night, added up perfect, lad. <laughs> they were taking the credit cards on their own machine. But then on the on the flip side of that, we I, I thankfully the, the, the firm that I sub to, they do a lot of high end jobs as well. So we do, you know, we have worked in like millionaires. I saw you put a, a you put a two bedroom loft conversion within the other day. It was the size of a tennis court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's about the third extension they've had. But anyway. Um, but we were in a, in a road in Wandsworth and we pulled up and it just goes to show, it doesn't matter how nice the road is, you're down. We looked and there was a merc next to it on bricks. <laughs> it was like, they'd stolen the world. And so I think the neighbour was saying, um, you know, you get catalytic converts, Nick, they're saying that they're nicked to order. So people will just drive around until they see a nice car and have them away. So Oh, because theirs has been nicked. It's in America, yeah, 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 catalytic yeah. converters. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So it, it just seems it doesn't matter what area you work in, you know, you, you get, you get. That's Good the worst point. for me. That's the I, I, I got when I used to work, I'd be on sites, I'd be on build, I'd be on like industrial sites and all that. And I'm I still worried about my van. And it must be a nightmare for you lads like you doing that. Oh, but so um so the point is now because I I so I do a lot of jobbing in bits and pieces as well. So I end up only taking the kit that I'm gonna need. But if I know I've got to do like say I've got to do a call out and then I've got to go and like wire an extension, I have to take everything. I've had to lug it all up the stairs before to one job because you're that paranoid about getting robbed. In fact, yeah, I did the RCR yeah. the other week and I only had my test gear with me and I stopped, I had to go and get some bits and pieces for the house on the way home. And I took it in with me because I'd seen again some of the social media van getting done. Do you know I mean straight away you test gear and everything you got set up? Like, you're looking at a grand before you've even. Oh, lads, lads, and that, especially around the around London, and that I just feel, man, I was like, how can you do any work? I mean, I used to rock up to a side of like everything in there. It's in lock boxes. You know what I mean? I got a bit yeah. scared because I do a place, but domestic yeah, people, place like that, I just don't know. I'll how be honest with you, I've never had a problem with it, but I've never been. I've I had a van for years, um, and then I I had a really flash R1 at the height of motorbikes getting nicked and I was parking it in high risk areas and stuff. I've always been really, really lucky. So I don't know what the pain is like, but I know Mark Allison got his, his van done yeah. last year, didn't he? And he, uh, then he was working away there, wasn't he? And the joke yeah. with that, he got paid. done in the premier in car park. Yeah. But the, the problem is you, so you get people watching him. So unfortunately for people like Mark, cause he says he does work away quite a bit and he, he paid what 15 quid to be in that car park. And like, yeah. Season Police aren't bothering this, that, the other. So when my van got done, it's a few years ago now, it must have been about five years ago, and thankfully there wasn't, there was, it was enough, they got no way of enough stuff, but they didn't get everything. They got some test gear and some hand tools and SDS, but that's still a couple of grand's worth. But they reckon they did 14 vans in that area in, in the weekend. So they reckon, yeah, so they reckon that someone came down the M23, probably from where I used to live, but I'm sorry, in and around there, just did a quick dark round and just did a load of vans because I think there were 14 done at the same you know time. What, though? Is it like honestly, like how much you're gonna make out of that? 
Honestly, well, well, I, care, they don't care well the problem is it's people buying it. Don't you? you go on marketplace, like you said before, and Jamie, you said this, and I noticed this the other day. Yeah, Claire from to... Sutton selling selling a set of SDS drills and batteries. Yeah, like, yeah I know, right? Every time for the yours, Claire. To be honest, yeah, yeah, with like four different names in it. Like, and you have to be, you have to be really careful in there because I've bought stuff in there before, but it's from other sparks and said, oh, like you know, I've bought a couple of Vitos, like I just don't use them anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's stuff yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and they showed receipts, so there are stuff. But like you say, when you're something like oh, I've got. I've got a Makita Ripsaw and then I've got like a Milwaukee radio and then I've got like this DeWalt set and you're like, it's got four different names in it. And it's like, and like, I think you said before, Jamie, it's always like the, the other, the other half's wife, yeah. the oh, girlfriend or something. You're like, yeah. it, I just like, say you had, say you bought, say you nicked, right? 30 drills. How much is that actually worth? Old told. I don't know, I don't you know, know what. You know why no one's buying it. You know what? And I, I, I genuinely believe this. I've been told it. It goes out the country. It goes abroad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It gets so containerized like, and get us abroad where they can sell it for good money. Yeah. Because they're using andrils. I know Lithuanian andril farmer yeah. gets electric drill, saves his wrists. But so, I, I used to think who's buying it, and people don't buy. It, but apparently that's where it goes. Containers and goes out. The I, yeah, I think they do go out the country. I mean, I'm not saying they necessarily go here, but the guy that trained me. He went when the last recession hit. Well, not the last, but I think it was like 2007, 2008 when it really hit. Yeah, yeah. He, said he um, had worked a bit like you, Sam. He worked on a lot of commercial and big industrial. Like he worked on Wimbledon. He worked on the old Wembley. So the new, well, the new Wembley and this and the other. I worked at Wimbledon. And I oh, did you? Nice. And then so you know suddenly when that like the, the arse fell out of it, you've got suddenly got thousands of sparks out of work. Um, his other half is South African. They went. Do you know what? Should we just go and? over there and try out because I think the uh, dad's mate had an electrical firm and when he went over there all of them were saying where'd you get that drill from because you, you can't get it here like he brought over uh, loads of drill and yeah, he yeah. could buy stuff so I'm not saying it's going there but like but where there's, is yeah there's there's more profit yeah you avenues. can't get the it's same like the cars, isn't it the cars yeah, are containers don't they yeah so like you and I would want like say a top of the range combi drill for example you can I'm not you get it from screw you can go on ITS or, or wherever and get it or Amazon to get it delivered the next day it, it, it's, it's a lot more difficult so he when he left there and came back over here he sold all his jewels to them and like he basically got what he paid for them, for them because they, they can't get hold of them you know wow. so, so maybe i'll start off um, up south african drill shop.com yeah mate, i mean we're going back a long time now but like you know good 10 years but that that might be part of it but like i mean sam you said you've never been done but the firm that i subbed to there, there was there's always in around about eight lads and i think everyone's been done one of them got done twice like they, and I it's think very sad because it's gut wrenching, isn't it? One damage to the motor, that's gut wrenching because yeah. it's your pride and joy. When you're driving around in a van, it's everything. Second of all, you can't work. Third of all, you've got to replace some of them tools you're never going to replace. Yeah, like yeah. little tools that you've kind of half made yourself or made yeah, work yeah. for you. I genuinely mean it, mate. I've got people who I do not like, yeah. I do not like. I'm not going to name anyone, but you know what I mean? I won't wish van theft on them. Yeah, yeah. just like I just couldn't put it on anyone. It's just you, you said it, Jamie. That like even the even the Batman won't take the tools off. Like, no, the Batman won't take them. They won't take them. But when just, when my van got done, like it's it's not just the fact that like they did so much damage. It was, it was a, I mean, it was an old Berlingo anyway. They did that much damage. It wasn't really worth fixing the, the doors and that. You know what I mean, but but now you got to drive around like a tramp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they, I, they, I, I know a lot of lads who left it. I will see up in town, especially they've left it because they're like, it looks like it's been done, so people aren't gonna aren't gonna redo it. Do you know what yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a double blag. But they took a dual box and it had literally every size of hole saw you can imagine. Oh, right? that's just so annoying. Yeah, and like all the drill bits, and I went to go out some cuts and downlights, and I felt like I had to do it with a fucking pad saw because I literally went to ground like, What, like in the 90s? <laughs> yeah, Jesus like, Christ. Like cut out six downlights in Celotex with a pad saw. You just want to oh. cry. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that day you want a 59 millimeter one. It's just That's not it, really... yeah. it was all those little bits and like the little flexible heads and like stuck in your like an HSS bit. Like, oh. A few months ago, I saw a guy with a ratchet strap around his side door on a, on, a, on a job I was on. I went, Oh, did you get it done? He went, No. But it looks like ever, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> That's yeah, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to go to a few comments in the in the chat. We've got Sean Dempsey. So Sam and Jamie, what's your opinion of me? Not too sure. Don't really sure. follow anyone. What's, I don't know. I don't know what the question. Oh, I don't. Um, I don't think I follow you on Instagram. Sean, if you're on Instagram. What's um, also, Sean oh, says, I, um, I watched 
this to learn and improve my knowledge. Well, you're watching the wrong podcast, bro. Well, no, you're not, though, are you? Because you're not. You are. I mean, I'm not going to come on in and tell you how to wire a plug, but what I'm saying is this: we talk about the industry, and if you want to get into the industry, you have to immerse yourself in it. So, yeah, if I don't, I will help anyone on Instagram that wants to help themselves. Whatever. Right. Right. Though, Richard Cockerline. That's a name, isn't it? Cockerline. Shit. Um, only the best watch and listen to this podcast. Well, you're right. And sorry for mocking your name. Um, <laughs> Change the tune now, isn't Massively it? backtrack. <laughs> I thought what he called you, Jarvis Cockerjay, on the Christmas special. I, I wish I was that tall and I wish I was that swell. <laughs> yeah, but listen, we need to address this. What is going on with the Barnet, mate? Uh, Rip pop, well, it? Sure. Well, yeah, yeah, well, so two things. I used to play in a band many moons ago and I wanted to look the part and I'm now 40. So being able to have hair at 40, I know we're all 40 here, but being able to, you've got to use it until you lose it. So, you know, that's. Very well. Um, um, but yeah, but it is, it is annoying because you do get recognised like, a lot. Like if, if you go and do a job and people are like, you've been here before and I don't think so. No, you definitely have. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting away with it, are you? You're not over. Yeah, no. you're, covert, you're not covert. You're over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tw- uh, Twinkle. Um, when is Sam going to buy some paint for that cupboard, that chipboard? Listen, right? I do have plans. It's just I've got to do the house up first. I've, I've had this conversation. I've got to do the house up first. My house is first, and then I'll get to the, this. I don't have any time to I, do. I was shit thinking about this the other day, right? And I'll just I'll see if we can do this. Hang on. Look, this might I've built a little set, but in reality, like I'm just sat in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like it doesn't take a lot. I thought, why can't Sam just do something? Because I'm just sat in the garage, yeah. But then I thought, the only constant on this show, we've been through, you've been through presenters, you've been through different times, we've done different things. The only constant to this show that always pins it down in the realm of the, the earth and the universe is the fact that Sam is in his chipboard covered shed. Just so as people are aware, and sorry for the listeners here, um, look, this is... My my <laughs> shed. Not right? you can sold up. Look up, look up, make <laughs> him look up. He's got a fucking crossbow up there. <laughs> look, this is a garden shed. Look, there's a samurai sword down there. Um, yeah, listen, this is my garden shed, right? Look, there's my daughter's little table down there. It's just you know a garden shed. Right next to the knives and the crossbow. Yeah. Do you know what I'm jealous of? Right, I do it. I do it a lot. I'm not gonna be last name, but I'll try. Yeah, your garden shed has got loads of space. Yeah, my garage look. It's fucking full of shit. Yeah, but you're a hoarder. You, I don't play like shed that. With that much space? I'm not a hoarder. This is just stuff I need. How can you have a shed with that much space in it? Is all this lumber outside or what? The, the, Listen, thing is, the wife's we, always saying, oh, we need to put stuff in your shed. No. <laughs> no. The thing is, Where my knife OSB collection look, goes. That OSB look there, right? You go to, I tell you, you go to like Peckham or some like, you know, trendy South Park. They're like that now. They're OSB yeah. tables with Galva everywhere. And you think, it looks like a site. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, this looks like the site canteen. But now, What you're saying, Jay, is that Sam's had that shit for so long, it's going to come back into fashion. Yeah, it's now trending. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, like 90s haircuts. Do you know what I mean? They've come out. You know what we're doing? We're selling fucking bowls of cereal for 15 quid out there next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, it is what it is, man. This is my, this is my little domain. This is my little, like... Sometimes I just come and sit in here. Like... I'm not, I don't even do anything. But wife's moaning, oh, this is this and this, the child's being crazy. I'm like, I just go into my shed, I've got work to do. And I will literally not even be on my phone. I'll just come and sit in here. Shaking on tramadol, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing a, Strung like, out, oh, man. Yeah. I, feel, I feel sorry because like, it's nice to us. I think all men have to have a little space down like that. Like, I yes. think it used to be called the potting shed, isn't it? Which is where gardeners went to masturbate. <laughs> but I just like to have a thing here. I just like to all my shits there. I can just come in here and do my shit. I just feel sorry for my wife who hasn't got a space like me. Well, she has, she's got the kitchen, but no, she's got my, the wife's got the whole house, right? Yeah, you can't I put like that. Listen, they've got the whole house. I had this skull, right? I quite like skulls sometimes. I don't know, it's weird. Skulls like, it's like, <laughs> no, it's a day of the dead skull, right? So it's all sort of like, oh, yeah, colors yeah, yeah. That. anyway, I put it up on a shelf. And then the picture, slowly, I, I was watching it. I was like, you dickhead, right? Slowly slides in front of it. And now there's a picture in front of it. because She don't like it, yeah? But so I don't get to have anything in my house. So the shed is mine. You don't get to say nothing about this shed. If I want it... with women that don't want knives all up the walls? What's fucking yeah, wrong with crossbows. them? Put the crossbow the ceiling. Come the zombie apocalypse, you'll feel stupid, although, duck. Although, having said that, I did a ball change in Mitchum 
uh, not too long ago, and um, the woman had a machete literally right by the door, and um, it <laughs> fell out as I was doing the ball change. And I was like, nice. Uh, and she went, yeah, my, my daughter had a bit of trouble with some people, so I just keep that by the door, and I'm like, no, it's fine, I'm, I'm, you know. I often think, you know, because, I, I mean, we could do a whole show, I reckon. I have a I short samurai sword next to my bed. We could do a whole show on what people find with this barking, because I've found all sorts. Oh, I've still got a lot of it, but you know when people do put some of that in the door, you think, what are you going to do with it if a load of people stop rushing your door? Yeah, exactly. Just cut them all of them, they're going to go, oh, right, you finished, well, bash. But the funniest thing, there was, she had that, right, and then I had to go and check the bonding underneath the sink, and there was, I've got a picture of it somewhere, there was just a massive thing of lube. <laughs> my my old boss in I, I was going to ask him actually, but I don't I don't see him for like twenty years. Yeah, we used to do student accommodation. Oh, in here going, There's porn in here, or there's a dildo in here, or something like that. You see it, they, they find it. He had like a sixth sense for filth. Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to work with someone, and he used to do a dildo hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you worked if you worked in you worked in there like in social housing. He'd be rifling through the drawers. I'd be like, what is he doing? I was yeah. quite young, so I was, in, I was embarrassed by it. It used to happen. Yeah, it used to happen. I remember someone doing one of those at my mate's house at a party while she weren't in. Sorry, oh, my mate. Yeah. 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 And when, when someone found it, we thought it was hilarious because she's in your 20s. But then what ruined it was I went to the shop, bought a load of jelly and cast it into a jelly mold. <laughs> <laughs> Which she did laugh about after. But yeah, he said... But, <laughs> Those guys, my old boss, he could find anything. He just went, there's something in here. Like, and he was always right. There was a right. story like that, and it wasn't me. It was it, one of my mates had told me that. And that's what his fellow used to work with to lie. And they said a similar thing. He said they were all about like, 21. They went to a house party, and apparently the, the geezer's mum's a bit of a milf. Right. So <laughs> the guy went and ruffled through a drawers, found that dildo, right? And was like going around with all lads like this and the other. And he threw it, he threw it in. They had the light. You know, you get those ones like um, it's a hanging light. Right. And on that on that note, electrical content. Yeah. <laughs> Electrician's podcast. We are out. <laughs>